every believer in Christ is bored. You may not feel it. You may not look like it. You may not understand it. You may not know it. In fact, when you hear, you may not believe it. But, listen to me carefully. The sun can be shining and you close your eyes and you don't see it. Does that stop the sun from shining? Listen to me carefully. If you have never come to that conclusion, you've got to come to it this morning. If there's one thing that you must take out from this place today, it is this, that every believer in Christ has been called of God. Somebody say it very loud, amen. If you are the third, you say louder, amen. amen. Say, I am called. Now, let me hear you say it louder. I am called. Who has called you? God has called you. And when you realize that you were called, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, the way you live your life starts to change. You start to have dominion over many things. Because you now realize that the hand of God is upon your head. We all are called to live the miracle life of Jesus. We are called to live a life of miracles. We are called to live a life in the supernatural. We are called to live a life of power. We are called to live a life that is full of the authority of heaven. Like I said, you may not feel like it yet. You may not understand it yet. But what I tell you this morning comes from the throne of grace. Everyone is called with a calling. And this calling is from God. Okay? It doesn't matter who born you. It makes no difference the trajectory your life has taken. The journey you have been. How many times you've messed up. It doesn't matter how many times you think you cannot go. But listen to me carefully this morning. If there's one thing that you must take away from this service. Is that God has called you. We all are called to live the miracle life of Jesus. For three and a half years. Jesus showed us the model. Jesus showed us the demonstration. Jesus showed us how our lives ought to be. The only thing that you and I need to deal with is to make sure that all the lies religion have told us, all the lies culture and tradition has told us, when you allow the truth to come in and change them, I don't have to convince you that you are called. You too will know it. You will know so far. You too will know it. It's religion that makes you give you that idea that some few are called. The anointed man is called. You, you don't get anointing. Eh? Where does the anointing come from? comes through the Holy Ghost. Is that true? Do you have the Holy Ghost? No, you don't. You are not sure enough. 
idea that few men are called above God. And every one of you should follow. Pastor is God. And then you come to follow. That's a false idea of religion. And this is what Jesus said. When he said it, they said, we must kill this man. Every one of us who are saved, to be saved is to be thrown out. The church is a called out people, separated by God, filled by God, so that what Jesus began on the streets of Galilee, he will continue through your mind. Somebody say loud, Amen. For somebody here, this is bringing more clarity to the question you have been asking. I know that already. What you just have now is bringing clarity. Am I called? Am I not called? This morning, hearing from God, you are called. Somebody say, Amen. He has put his word in our mouth may declare his grace. Listen friend, you and I, the foundation in this church over the years, the foundation of the gospel has been laid over and over and over and over again. Now that the foundation is in place, it is time for manifestation. Somebody say loud amen. You will manifest in the name of Jesus. Look up here. We all are called to live the miracle life of Jesus. The supernatural life of Jesus. That's what we are called into. Whether you are a pastor or not. Pastor is a title of a man who pastors people. You don't have to have the title. You don't have to have the title. But we all are called, filled with the Holy Ghost. For what? That as Jesus lived, we may live the same way. Jesus himself says, The works I do, you will do the same work. And even greater than the one that I did, you will do. Is that what he said? Who was he talking to? No, not me. It's only me. You know, it's only me now. If you know it's you, or that, hey, you, could, you don't begin the change. If you believe it right now, now, the way you change, the way you do this will start to change. Because you realize that you were saved for a purpose. God selected and brought out. First, we must deal with every lie that religion has told us. It's religion that gave you the idea that God anointed that man. <laughs> God anointed this man. Now you go come become Furufuru. If it were true, God will give only four men his Holy Ghost. And so that all of us will go and line up. We are called. Say, I am called. Now I want this to sink into your mind. I want this to sink into your consciousness. We are called to be sons of God. We are called to live the miracle life of Jesus as he lived, as he demonstrated the power of God, as he showed forth all that is of heaven. 
Now we have to take time to repair the foundations. You don't need anybody to tell you that you are righteous. Is that true? If you are in this church, that's why I tell people. If you wake up in, on Sunday morning, you are not going, you are not, you are not seeking for what they will tell you who you are in Christ. You are wasting every Sunday. It doesn't matter whatever reason took you there. Look up here. Look at look at, look at what is going on. You go to a place, they deny what Christ has done for you. They deny the fact that your sin has been paid for. They deny the fact that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. But they are organizing programs to deliver you. They put you in bondage. Keep you in bondage. And they are organizing programs to deliver you. Supernatural open door. Where did they go? That's why you keep going over and over. No, sir. The reason we gather here is every garden will tell you by the Spirit of God who you are. When it dawns on you, I don't have to tell you what to do. Somebody say amen. If you wake up any Sunday morning, bath, go somewhere, they're telling you all those nonsense we're told. I can call them nonsense now because that's what they are. They give us ridiculous ideas of God. And the reason you are not manifesting is because of those ideas. We've got to deal with them. And that's what we deal with here every Sunday. Remove those ideas. Those fake ideas of God that they give to us. Look up here. The gospel is simplified. God brought a man called Adam. How many of you know that Adam was a son of God? Before sin came in, he was perfect. He didn't know the difference between right and wrong. When I tell people today that I don't live by the dictates of right or wrong, it shocks them. Because in the man realm, you're supposed to know right to do it and wrong to avoid it. Only that man knows if he lived the wrong. Is that true? Man knows if he lived the wrong. I was telling somebody a few days ago. My brother, have you seen a pack of cigarettes before? Have you seen it before? What did they write on it? Say it, say it, say it. Smokers are liable to. It's written on the packet. In some countries, they write it poison. In other words, this thing will kill you. But billions still smoke. They will go and buy the poison. As of 2019, 11.6 million Americans are suffering from smoke-related diseases. Look up here. Look up here. It was a perfect relationship. Son of God. Sin came in. And the sin that came in came because of the knowledge of good. And if you already know that. If you are a member of church, you already know that. Is that true? That knowledge of good and evil brought sin. When he came, look up here. Adam was supposed to be. Uh, look up, look up. God is spirit. He does not have body. That's why there's no image of God anywhere. Anyone who paints an image of God is a fake image. Look up here. Even in Exodus, where the Bible said that God passed Moses and closed his eyes. When you read the epistle, you know that Moses was dealing with angels. 
Whatever the Old Testament called Lord, you see, in some places they call him Lord. God has no body. That is why he made sons with bodies. Adam was supposed to be the visible image of God. Adam was supposed to be how you know that God exists. The Bible said God is spirit. Is that true? And so he makes this son so that he will be visible. And if you read the beautiful account, there's no problem. No laws, no rules, no knowledge of good and evil. Life was perfect. And somebody came to introduce religion. Do this and you become like God. Many times we went to church on a Sunday morning to listen to those sermons. Is that true? And that's why it became difficult to manifest. Listen to me carefully. Once man received that, that son of God began to depreciate. That son of God began to lose value. That son of God began to lose grace. That son of God began to wear down. His value came down. The son of God who was not supposed to die now dies. Sickness cannot infest his body because he has stepped away from where he's supposed to be. And over the years, he sought to go back to God. That's what gave birth to all kinds of religions. It doesn't matter what you call it. He knew he came from somewhere. He was seeking to go back to God. Because of this, man cannot grow old. If I tell you that we are not supposed to grow old, I know you will not believe me. If I tell you that aging is a disease, I know you will not believe me, but that's fine. Sickness has become normal. That we just accept it. Because that's what we are born into. You will see a new light in the name of Jesus. It become normal. Okay? It ought not to be so. All this came because the man, the son God made, depreciated over the years. And what made it depreciate more is culture, tradition, the worst of them all, religion. If you don't know, religion remains the enemy of your faith. He made it worse. Gave us rules and requirement on how we can reach out to God. After so many years, God decided to come down in another form. Somebody say, Amen. That's why Christ is called the last Adam. He came to bring another son. This time around, he came himself in the person of Christ to show us an example of what our life should be. And he made it very simple. If you believe in this son, look up here, to believe in Christ is to believe into sonship. As he is a son, as he was and is a son, if you believe in him, you become a son. That's why the scripture says, as many as that believe in him, give them right to be what? Sons of God. 
if you believe in this example son you are returned to where you were supposed to be before sin entered now we are sons of God we no longer need religion we are in a relationship let me say that one more time we no longer need religion we are now what in relationship like father like children that's why Jesus will say I and my father we are one expecting that your eyes will open and you too will start to say the same thing Jesus was our eldest brother the Bible calls him the first fruit from the dead now the problem is that you and I are in him but we are still trying to relate with him from the old Adam that's what the problem is and that's why when you come here every Sunday or Thursday we try to preach over and over what are we trying to do to remove your mind from the first Adam to the last one we went to church they taught us how to relate with God everything they taught us was from this man he was still trying to get to where God is no we are okay, listen now we are not trying to get where God is we are already one with him all those stuff they taught us is why we are still seeing ourselves different so when you are praying this is you that is God they teach you during this week as I explain some things those who follow me daily of one of the few places Jesus ignored the prayer in the book of Matthew this woman followed Jesus crying son of David have mercy on me son of David Jesus ignored the woman to the point that his disciples said to him okay ah, if you know why I have this man I said this woman send her away why why did Jesus do that read the account carefully the man was trying to pretend to be who she's not to get miracle from Jesus. This is a Canaanite woman calling Jesus son of David. Son of David was a phrase used by the Jews. A Jew was supposed to call son of David. If you call Jesus son of David, that means you have agreed that he's the Messiah. So this woman thought that it was that technique. Because all they taught us with God was techniques. Seven step of effective prayer. What is effective prayer? It is in those steps that you disqualify yourself. Did I do now, now for now one and more? So did I do it correctly or did I not do it correctly? Did I meet them correctly or did I not meet them correctly? They filled our heart with divisions instead of letting us understand that we are now one with Him. Somebody say, I'm one with Him. No, okay, God is not somewhere, He's here with us. Did I do it correctly? Did, I, did the words come out correctly? This woman came to speak Hebrew. Instead of just saying, saying to Jesus, I need your help. He says, Son of David. Jesus ignored her. And then Jesus looked at her and said, I'm not called for you. Because Jesus wanted her to take her place. To tell her, you don't have to pretend to get miracle. You have to acknowledge who you are. That whether you are Jew or Gentile, even though I am sent to the Jews, but my mercy covers all. 
that's why we are struggling friends god is not far from you are you hearing me this morning are you hearing me this morning i said god god is not far from you stop all those nonsense they told us to, if you want to get god's attention call his Hebrew names Abibo man, I'm not calling Jehovah Makadesh. You know, those things can excite your body. And, and, be, and perhaps when you pray that prayer in, in, in you know, those days, eh, when we hear you pray like that, we say, nah, nah, they're, they're spiritual. Hmm? Jehovah Makadesh. Jehovah Elohim. Jehovah Teskelo. What is that? Some phrases that means nothing just because it sounds good. means something that swallows something that swallows elephant. What is that? What is that? And look up here. The more you say that, the farther away God is from you. Jesus never called him any of those their names. He called him father. Because once you call him father, no matter how powerful he is, no matter how mighty he is, now you're in a relationship with him. Like father, like son. Friends, look up here. Oh, the manifestation is about to begin. Somebody say, Allah, amen. I'm just trying to help you to clear up the way. And maybe you to clear all the way this morning. Sir, your last son, what is his name? Obina. So Obina wakes up in the morning, hungry. He knocks at your door and opens the door. He starts. Honorable Chief Emeka Davis, the Chairman, Emerald PSC. Chairman, Biosecure Intercontinental Limited. That's your son, no? Eh? Eh? A double run of your kingdom. Okay? Even you will call security, you call security immediately. You know something is wrong. That's what they taught us. That's what they taught us. Even you will call, nah, are you okay? In fact, you get worked up immediately. But watch this. If you're in your room, you see him pass. He didn't say anything. You see him pass like this. And then look at you and pass again. You will stand up and ask him, you need them say anything. Is that true? That's father. You need to do so. Are you okay? Do, 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 have you eaten? Listen, we have to detach all those nonsense from our head. not little. Don't say it's little. No, it's not little. Because it puts a distance between you and God. Is God the creator of heaven and earth? Yes. Is he all powerful? Yes. Okay. Do you need to remind him that? No. He don't need to remind him that he knows. What he wants to hear from you is calling Father. Then you are in a place of relationship with him. And then when you start to call him father, you know that this father is 
is not the one who will put you in difficult positions to teach you a lesson. Because you know that even earthly fathers who are not good enough will not do that. I want to teach you humility. Let me break your leg. Then I can teach you humility. When they teach those nonsense, it sounds anyways religious. And it appears to religious minds. But there's no spirituality in it. God will, God will make you sick so that he can teach you a lesson. Before you get a cup of water from God, you have to cry and cry and cry and cry and cry and fast and do nothing. After you have done over and over, you now say, okay, now, take water. See, 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 look up here. If an earthly father does that, even Satan will call man evil. Even the wicked people in your community will say, now nah, this guy, you won't get They say, why? They say, before he gives his children something, they have to cry and cry and cry and cry. Even wicked people will say that. But look up here. For many years, that's the idea we had about God. That's the idea we had about God. That's what we believed. Religion separated us far away oh, from this sweet, intimate relationship. May you be restored this morning in the name of Jesus. That when you look at God, there's no other way to see Him if not your Father who loves you. You know that when you're weak, your Father does not kick you away. He comes down to pick you up. Because no Father does that. He picks you up. He picks you up. We have to carefully Look at the songs that you sing. All those songs they sing, you are chasing God. Which leg you get where they chase God? I am a God chaser. Who born you? No, sir. He is the one who chased us. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners. Okay? While we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. The Bible says, scarcely can anyone die for a good man. Let us even imagine. But while we are yet sinners, he died for us. Friends, open up your heart and receive his love and let him restore you. That's what I'm telling you, friends. That's the miracle you got to get. That's the greatest miracle you need. To open up your heart and let the love of God like, like soak you in. It's like a rusted boat or a knot or something. As the love of God soaks in, it makes you free. The relationship becomes free. You can enjoy him. You can enjoy the fullness of this relationship. Because he lives in us. Somebody say he lives in me. Let me hear you say he lives in me. Now, if you have not accepted that gift, let today be the day for you. That's all you have. You accept the gift, friend. The gift of forgiveness. The gift of righteousness. And then he fills you with his power. Now, in the next coming days, we're going to talk about more of this because he has come to the power. Look up here. Look up here. Listen, listen. I've been telling this story all this week. So let me repeat here. Because we are calling out believers. Those who believe the impossible. In the church history, there was a time when the church said that miracles have ceased. 
they said that the miraculous died with the apostles they said that speaking in tongues no longer exists because that it died with the first set of apostles that those things were needed to establish the church once the church is established no longer miracles necessary no longer speaking in tongues look up here look up here as long as they believe that miracles never happened as long as they believe that fallacy god did not force that miracles nobody spoke in tongues i'm talking about hundreds of years church history that's when they brought all the rituals church became rituals you go to church you do ritual carry this one even babalao style self church became ritualistic church became a christianity became a philosophy they said no longer signs and wonders no longer miracles they died with the apostles for hundreds of years until a small group of believers that's why i say when i say everybody is called it's just that you don't know it yet but you are called of god don't matter what you do it's religion that told us that to be called of god is because you are a pastor so only when you become a pastor you not say i am called of god no whether you're a businessman whether you work it does not matter as long as you are born again you are called they say god say i used to do this one before god called me no because these were just ordinary believers a bunch of believers they came together and charles i can't get his last name right palmer or palham or something palham gathered them together say okay let's study the scripture it was supposed to be a bible school independent dependent was supposed to be a bible school they gathered together as he was studying the bible he was supposed to travel so he gave the students assignment he said to them you guys read up any way you want in the bible so when i come back we'll discuss what you read they said yes he left and all four the places in the bible they found was in the acts of apostles where the bible talks about that when they received the holy ghost they spoke in tongues they said well if this thing is in the bible it ought to be real now remember they had not seen anybody do it he said it ought to be real it ought to happen so they studied and as they studied the small group of them came to a conclusion that this thing should happen now their teacher came back sometimes it's good for there not to be a teacher somebody say amen yeah let the holy ghost teach amen and then the teacher came back what did you study they said organ we saw that when the holy ghost came upon people they spoke into the man said ah, no 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 you guys are going <laughs> you guys are going here why no 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 let's not go they said no but it's true is are you trying to deny that is not in the scriptures we have denied it because somebody said it, it was not written in the bible it's people that said that it has passed but why right here it is so they they went back and forth over and over and over finally the man himself got convinced look up here one of the students asked him he does not speak in tongues yet 
But one of the students asked him to pray and lay his hand upon her that she will speak. Somebody say faith. Look up here because she has already seen it. The woman with the issue of blood said to herself, don't forget, the correct translation is that she kept saying to herself, only if I can touch the hem of his garment. She kept saying to herself, that means before she got there, she has already seen it. She said, lay your hand. And he laid the hand. And the woman began to speak in tongues. She not only spoke in tongues. She also spoke perfect Chinese. Did you know what was happening that time? Most of them, when they received the Holy Ghost, they not only spoke in heaven tongues, but they also spoke a foreign language. That's how a lot of them believed they knew where what, what the missionaries where God was sending them to. So if God was sending you to Kenya, you are an American. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you speak their local language. Is, is this surprising? Uh, you, see? you see? The story, it, it looks like a movie, have you? Yeah. <laughs> see? That's to tell you how far away church took us from the reality of Christ. They spoke. Not only did woman speak, she also wrote Chinese. And so, all of them, it started happening. One of them who happened to be a black man, Brother Simo, got an invitation to come and preach in a church. They contributed money for him. He traveled to a church to preach. When he got there, he started talking about this Holy Ghost thing and speaking in tongues thing. They listened to him. They listened. They nodded their head. And the service was supposed to continue the next day. They didn't say anything to him. They said, brother, God bless you. God bless you. You are blessed with your message. By the time he came back the next day, they locked the church door. I wrote a note. Bye-bye. We don't want to see you. They don't want to hear about this tongue-talking thing. What is this? This is madness. Can you just be talking in some unknown language? But you know the way God works is amazing. There was a couple in that place who believed in what they had. They said to him, please come to our house and teach us more. He went to their house and continued to teach. People began to receive the Holy Ghost. Pile of field, around the house field. And people started to complain. If you have had anything about Azusa, that's how it started. They went from that place and went and rented that place that they called the place where the Pentecost began again. Azusa, that's how it happened. Watch this. And then miracles. The things they said was not possible. Look up here. As long as they said it was not possible, it did not happen. Don't forget that. That's what I want you to hold on to. As long as they said it was not possible. When few people began to say it is possible, it began to happen. May you see a new possibility. Over your life, a new possibility. In the name of Jesus. Friends, I want to believe God for the crazy things to happen. I want to believe God to see incurables. Look up, friends. If that does not happen, then our testimony that Jesus rose from the dead is not true. If he's alive, we have to see that he's alive. 
if it's alive through through if we, those things don't happen we are reading a history in the bible it will be like as Muhammad died through way now so Jesus died through way he has to suffer forth and we have to first believe in the things that are impossible okay it's not me and you that we do it all we have to do is to believe that's why I said look up here you all, we all are called to live the miracle life of Jesus because that's the only way we can prove that our Messiah is alive otherwise there's no other proof that's the only way we can prove that he rose from the dead but don't forget two things that you need to hold on to today every one of us is called we are called to experience this life and to bring forth this life whether you are a pastor whether you are a businessman whether you are a housewife it does not matter because the power is in all of us he has called us to manifest this life and now it starts first of all by telling us who we are that as Jesus was so are we and that he himself said the works he did the miracles he did that we ought to do the same and even more when we start to believe that oh I pray for you you may not get it now but one day it will dawn on you suddenly your eyes open friends there's, there's, there's knowledge there's revelation that the knowledge you have becomes a revelation the knowledge you have becomes how you see yourself the knowledge you have becomes a reality and you start to walk in the, in the rhythm of that reality you start to know that nothing is impossible it's not for me to do it's not for you to do but the one who did it then is the same yesterday today and forever he does not change look if you want to keep playing church that's cool if you want to keep having your body infested with disease you are saved you are saved it doesn't matter it's okay it's cool if you are comfortable with the things you see everywhere it's okay that's fine that's cool no problem god made a verse but don't forget all of us are called somebody say a loud amen some people will handle microphone some people will provide the money some people will handle the microphone some people will provide the money Is that not a call? Some people will be out there in the field preaching this gospel. Some people will be here trying to demonstrate that love to one another. Helping them build their businesses. Helping them, counseling them in their families. Helping their children. The different. You see, everyone is called. Everyone is called to bring God to men. To make men sons of God. Look up. Any idea of God, any understanding of God, 
any worship of God, this is how you know what is true and what is false. Any idea of God, any worship of God, any understanding of God that does not confer sonship on a man is false. That's what you know what the difference is. The one that keeps you a slave. The one tells, that tells you that God is in a mountain. You have to go to him. No. Remember what I told you. Adam was a son of God. Messed up. God brought himself as a son. That we all may become what? Sons. Then if you are the son of God. I know if I tell you you will not believe. Whatever Jesus did you can do. Somebody say a louder amen. If you believe that you say a louder amen. May this become a reality in your hand. In the name of Jesus. Listen, friends, listen to me carefully. What I'm saying was back up for some now. For some, you'll be down the line. One day you will remember. One day you will remember. A young man came here, had us teach him about the righteousness of God. He was offended. See, see, Oga, see. See, somebody, the verse that we are teaching people that they are righteous, that as Christ is righteous, they are righteous. The guy, the verse. What thing they make and verse? Remember I told you, the enemy of your faith is religion. Because he's been indoctrinated otherwise. I is fighting, trying to be righteous. We say, stop fighting, because no matter how long you fight, you can never achieve righteousness with God because you are trying an impossibility. The guy, the verse. During the Bible study, he will challenge us. After the service, when we share grace, he will go to another church for deliverance. He will tell me later. son of God that you need to deliver him. Deliver him from what? If he's in bondage, it's because he's ignorant. This week, I was reading the scriptures and the Holy Ghost said to me, did you notice that the demons always knew who Jesus was? Is that true? Have you read the Gospels? They always knew who Jesus was. Jesus didn't need to introduce himself. When they saw him, they said, Son of God, have you come to kill us before? Before he said anything, they all they knew him, they knew who he was. In fact, he would tell them, Shut up. He had to tell them to shut up because the gospel is not in the mouth of demons to preach. He doesn't need demons to announce him. So he tells them, Shut up. But they always knew him when they saw him. One. They knew that Jesus knew who he was. Now look up here. The demons know that you are the son of God. The problem is that you don't know that you are the son of God. They know that you are. If they are messing around you, it is because you don't know. And they know that you don't know. How do they know? The things you say. The kind of prayers you pray. When they hear you finish, they say, this one is ignorant. 
up here. I'm not telling you things you have to pray about, friends. I'm telling you the reality of where we stand right now. This young man was going up and down, looking for deliverance. You know those those places they were tacking you down. But he said it took him two years. The truth that he would he have accepted there, it took him through two years of them putting all kinds of hands on his head. But he said, as he was going, something was telling him, remember what they told you in that place. The day he came, I called Pastor Man. He said, listen, listen to the story. He was there, I called him, said, listen to the story. It took him two years. Finally, he's the one now running around trying to write a book on grace. You don't have to go too far. Look up here. As you are listening to me, the thought that tries to balance what I said, cast it out. Receive what you hear this morning. Okay, I am a messenger of God sent to tell you this truth. That you are what? The son of God. That as your father is, so are you. Whatever was in Christ, is in me. If it's in me, it's in you. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Then, the way you see yourself changes. And the way you see things you do changes. The way you see your business changes. Now, there's a purpose to what you do. Because we want to show forth. We all are called to show forth as sons of God. So that those who are outside will join us. Thank you, Jesus. Bow down your head.